Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. In the studio today is, uh, well, I guess it's myself and Mike in the Manhattan studio. And then we have Sam uh, in the Chicago studio, the <laughs> suburb of oh, Chicago no. studio. That's right. <laughs> Calling it out. Fully disclosed. Wow. On today's episode, we will talk about the Combine. Um, and some of the results from that and how that applies to us. Uh, we also have uh, Sam Spells as a segment um, and some crazy Instagram stuff. So uh, get ready for it. Okay, so today's beer, uh, the one that Mike and I are sipping on, is uh, the Extra Pale Ale 420. Is that what it's called? Is 420? I guess. What do you mean? Is that what it's called? 420 Just is the beer 420, name? 420, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know. I, I mean, I've never heard of it before, so I'm just basing that off of literally nothing. But It comes from the Sweetwater Brewing Company in, uh, I believe, Atlanta, Georgia. It is a tasty West Coast-style pale accentu- ooh, accentuated, <laughs> big words, uh, by a simulating hop character. Wow, stimulating. Simulating. Wow, this description's unreal. <laughs> Uh, first conceived in our <laughs> oh, so many big words for somebody as stupid as me. First, <laughs> first conceived in our bat cave on 420. I think 420 is a uh, play on the highway through Atlanta. <laughs> is uh, that what it is? The interstate. Uh, this kind, this kind beer keeps the wheels on the bus going round and round. Drink them if you got them. It is dry hopped with a fat stash of cascade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the descriptions are unreal. Where do you see that? Up here on the on the neck. Oh. So uh yeah, pretty insane uh the bottle's insane too. It's got pretty like cool little, though, right? Pretty yeah, cool bottle, is. isn't it? Yeah, it's got like a trout on it. Um and there's a couple of trout fishermen there. One's paddling while one's fishing so one of those guys got the short end of the stick for sure but uh yeah the bottle is kind of insane too it's not like a traditional uh beer bottle really like the neck has sort of like a bulge a little adam's apple and that's nice (laughs) bragging bottle (laughs) bragging the bottle so uh it's an extra pale ale let's give her a taste Uh oh that's gonna be that's gonna be hop 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 central just spilled some on my mouse pad so hopefully uh Hopefully, rip to the mouse pad. Yeah, hopefully, it just destroys this computer. All right. You know, it's pretty hoppy, but I was honestly expecting it to uh, be way hoppier. No, pale I mean, ales, well, yeah. pale ales are less hoppy IPA. than IPAs yeah. usually. Pale ales are usually more bitter with more of like a, to me, it's like a sulfury taste that some <laughs> wheat good. beers have. <laughs> well, it is. It kind of tastes like that. Kind of like how a firework smells. It's kind of how it tastes. <laughs> I guess I've never thought of it that way. Can you get that, though? A little bit? No. Okay. <laughs> I must Trey and I must have more distinguished taste buds because we were the only ones that could taste Christmas tree in that one. No, I could taste a Christmas tree a hell of a lot more than I could taste firework and a pale ale. Well, not this one specifically, but other pale ales. Oh, I've maybe. Had. Well, I'd have to taste it right then. This one isn't as much. It's pretty good, honestly. Pretty drinkable for, for something that's very hoppy. Uh, their uh, slogan or whatever is, don't float the mainstream. That's printed on the bottle, like on the bottle. 
So these must be real. I mean, I don't do other bottles do this. Like they have their their name on them. Like some, like this dogfish head one has the logo on it. Oh, it does. Okay, all right. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty medium, I would say. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly just enjoying the bottle. Honestly, the beer's okay. Yeah. <laughs> How are you enjoying the bottle? <laughs> Where is your bottle, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. Lost it. So we'll keep sipping on that. Sam, are you sipping on anything or no? No, of course not. I can't uh, drink. Can't drink the on week. weeknights. Yeah, can't drink right. on the weeknights, school nights. But I did buy. A, I did buy a beer at um, Benny's, which is like a big liquor warehouse in the Chicago land area, Chicago suburbs. Um, so don't really know what to relate it to anything down by you guys, but, um, just imagine basically the size of a, uh, um, like, a Walgreens, maybe a little bigger than that. Even I, I don't want to say like, it's not as big as a Walmart of beer, but, uh, that'd be absurd. Um, but it's uh it's a pretty good size. It's a beer warehouse. And anyways, I asked the guy <clears throat> cause I was looking for a specific local beer that I really like that's on tap by me but couldn't find they don't have it they, i mean i don't know they, i kind of get pissed at the place because they don't have an, enough stuff even though they have a million <laughs> types of beers anyways he recommended this I, I like uh apas a little bit so they're not as hoppy as ipas so they're kind of just like what you guys are talking about just regular pale ales um APAs. yeah yeah it whoa well, no wonder why I like it. AP they're like, they're like, sir, um, why do you, is this is this for your AP? And I was like, yeah, let me get the AP. Well, the bottles for my AP, but yeah, the beers for me. Yeah, the the ales for me. The AP beginning is for later. But uh, anyways, I I got a Brickstone APA. Uh, so I tried it, and it's uh, it's good. And this is where I struggle because I don't know enough about beer. It's good, but it's definitely hop, like hoppy. So it's not uh, like Mike was saying. His when he tasted it doesn't taste as hoppy that that one because it's not. It's not an IPA, which is super super hoppy, or a double IPA or whatever they're called, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. So this one though, I mean, in it, it's fine. It's just not. I was expecting it to be like more of the whatever you you call it sulfur taste or malt taste firework um, taste <laughs> the firework taste yeah i was expecting it to be that so um it was just okay it was it was a one beer one beer a sitting beer like that's it you can't i couldn't i couldn't have more than that you know i i know that you've said it a couple times on the cast but i i guess i didn't understand sam's love for uh, tank seven. Oh yeah absolutely but you've been it. destroying yeah it's it's my it's I mean, go to almost dairy. You call it the go to. It it is my go to when you know I'm trying to drink one or two beers and feel buzzing. Um, there's a certain like we all know, you know, our our light beers are probably our beers. Or you were big into regular Boulevard, right? I I cop some of those too. I was confused by my the black can though, right? The Boulevard wheat. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen that can before. I've never seen it canned before, though. I don't think. Yeah, oh, yes, cans, we have. But they're like yellow. Yeah, they're oh, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. yellow cans. Okay, that's why yeah, I was so right, confused. I, I was like, "Shit, did I just get like some sort of like specialty nonsense one?" Because I want just regular unfiltered wheat, which they don't have here a lot because there's so many wheats, right? That 
they don't need to have the wheat from down there. They can just have tank seven and the uh, like uh, IPA or whatever else um, Boulevard's main ones are. Dude, I've kind of been craving that Norton's beer that we had that my we tried with my dad. The special cookies. The special cookies. That didn't, was damn good. Didn't you find out That's... after the fact that it had CBD in it? Yeah, it had CBD oil. <laughs> That's in why it. it's called the special. Yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? That is. It's That's weird marketing they're... at its finest. It's where Anybody they have that the says booger, market... right? What's that? They have yeah, the Norton's the booger there. Yeah, yeah, the Norton Norton booger. Um, anybody who says that marketing is like a sham or any or like advertising or whatever, it doesn't. It's not worth it. Is completely out of their minds because. Like, there are so many great marketing ploys that can bring awareness to, like, a product. It's just kind of crazy to think about. Because I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, if we do that, I don't know if it's really, if we'll get the exposure. Like, I think the problem is, is sometimes it's hard to see the return, like, because it's not direct, right? But just doing, like, stuff like that, just little things like that. I mean, think about, like, the sweet water, like, putting Don't Float the Mainstream, like, on the bottle. It's on the cap. The cap's sick. Like, there's a trout on this. Like, it, yeah, know, this one's neat. called 422, and I don't know. I'm, I'm about halfway done. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I, I can kind of feel it already. <laughs> also, the trout on this, the, is the trout the grumpiest looking fish of all time? <laughs> I don't know. It's got, like, uh, it looks like it just constantly frowns, and it's got, like, kind of a, it looks Weird. like. Yeah. It's got like a weird mouth. Like it looks like it would bite your hand off. Yeah, it's kind of got a turtle mouth on it. Yeah. Uh but you know it's who rainbow would be, also? Who knows? You know who who would be proud of your last uh little marketing segment there? The uh three of us were in a class together, huh? That's true. <laughs> we spelled layman's class. <laughs> Speaking of layman, I saw him uh, last week. Wow. He reintroduced himself. I was like, well, I, I was in your class a long time ago. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, no, yeah, I know. He's, how many he, people he, he is. He was telling us, uh, I think last year, he had his 10,000th student. Oh, my God. Because yeah, he said, insane. or maybe it was a couple of years ago, but he said he usually goes through about, he, about, he mows through about 1,000 students a year. And uh, so it was his tenth year. So ten thousand student at Kansas State. That's crazy. That is crazy. What but was not- your What was your guys's? What did you guys present? Was it helmet stuff? What What did you guys do? No, it was our rain jacket. Jacket. Oh. I loved it. <laughs> he was like, "Are you guys presenting the same thing together? Why don't you just come in and present it together?" And he's like, "What were you guys doing at the water fountain over there?" And we're like, "Well, we were just pouring water on the jacket to make sure like the demonstration would work." This is on our individual sales. And he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty sweet." All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right. We start talking about something else like K State football or yeah, something. Yeah, so you guys work for the football team, huh? We're like, yeah. Nice. He's like, all right, 50 out of 50. Yeah, all right. That's a 50 out of 50. <laughs> God, what? He's so awesome. Like, it was. Uh, do you think he's ever given out an F? Do you think anyone's ever gotten an F? Not unless Surely they just someone didn't has. do it. No, yeah, I bet if they did, I, I could see but him. You could throw Lame in a sob story, too. No, you yeah. could, but but yeah. I could see if somebody didn't do it, him being like, no, sorry, I yeah, can't pass if you, don't, you. Yeah, if you don't even put in the effort, then I'm not going to reward you. That's the one I, thing I could see him doing that would be like constitute as mean, just because he's like, dude, all you have to do is come into class and say anything. <laughs> he's like the dean of the College of Business, I think, now. No, that's Gwinner. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken Gwinner, dinner. Gwinner. Yeah, chicken dinner, that's right. 
He yeah, that was a fun class too. That was a, it was a little bit harder, but not okay. Hard's relative. <laughs> it's not hard at all. But layman's, I've literally I've never finished a final. I've never finished any exam. Hardly a fucking time test when I was in like first or second grade, which were only two minutes long. Like it was like time tests in first grade, time tests in second grade, and then like layman's class. And then time tests in third grade or whatever. For you know what it absolutely math. pissed me off? Did you guys have them for first marketing too? Yeah, 400. Yeah, yeah marketing 400 is we'd go into that class and, you, you know, um, the, everyone would get hundreds or 96 on the test. When you'd get a 96, you'd be so pissed because you got one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you'd be sitting in class. It'd be like their third test of the year. So you already know the cadence. Basically, you know what the test is like. And there's a girl sitting in front of me or you just hypothetically but there was two girls and they had flashcards going insane before the test that drove me absolutely nuts it's like <laughs> what are you doing like all this you test- had to do is read the study guide once and you got 100 on the yeah test. like <laughs> you're doing flashcards it would drive me insane because I, don't, I don't know why it bothered me so much but i was like just stop 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 you put well, those- it's like and especially, you know the first test i understand because you don't know what yeah you're right, right but like the third or the fourth test it's like are you kidding me? Like, I've been looking forward to this day because I know immediately after this class, I'm going to go home and I'm just going to fall back asleep. Yeah, well, I show also, I can show up five minutes before and leave 10 minutes after class starts. The longest part is getting the test out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. What, test days were amazing in that class. We were always <laughs> like, have you studied for marketing yet? We're just like, no, nah. probably just going to do it before. We <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it the morning before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really i mean like because uh, at that point well yeah pretty much but it was like the night you, never more than the night before no and it was like basically if you, you like you felt like such a punk if you got a 92 yeah imagine those note cards though they started putting those together right like in the first oh my gosh that always drove me insane what it drove me insane when it was in harder classes too because i was like you'd get ready for the test and you're nervous as hell yeah, and you're like, like shit, dude! Look at all that work! Any- look at all that work they did to prep, and <laughs> I just read the freaking study guide. Yeah, I I hate that too because it's like I did I actually study as much as I needed to because <laughs> yeah. these people are freaking out. Or like sometimes there was like thing there was something that like right before a test, I think it was in like maybe stats or something like that. Well, yeah, sometimes you got note cards on tests, which is yeah, yeah, you could. Which is well, the absurd. ones that you fill out. You mean yeah, yeah. yeah. For, like, formulas and stuff like that, yeah. which is kind of absurd. But regardless, we're, we're, I'm going to table that and then come back. But uh, there's always, like, that one test or something. You're like, yeah, I, did, I really didn't go over this that well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at this literally as the test is coming my way and then try to remember it. And as soon as I get the test, I'm going to write it down really yeah. quick so I can remember it later. I don't know if you guys ever did that, but I did that a couple times. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to write down, like, some, like, insane acronym, like, A-R-Q-B-C or something like that. And then like just fill that out. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, now I can remember what that is. Is testing really a good measure of what you know in a class? I feel like it's not, but it's the only way to like hold you accountable, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so for me, like I was never super smart, but I could just study really well. Um, And actually... like people always say like not a good test taker i was actually fairly decent at them for not being like like if you put if you started asking me questions in class i would have no fucking clue like i would not know (laughs) at all um but then i could study and do pretty decent so that makes it seem like it's like a huge sham because i didn't actually know anything i was just good at cramming it all in 
Yeah. Harriet. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Ooh, yikes. But uh, yeah, speaking of tests. Uh, oh, wow. Past transitions. Yeah, transitions. Last week was the test for uh, a number of individuals at the NFL Combine. So the thing that's insane about the Combine is, number one, it's I feel like it is so overhyped. Like, not, not overhyped, I guess overanalyzed just because it's like, all these guys, you know, there's a ton of good players outside of these guys, and they these are the very good players. But it's like, oh yeah, this is the guy. Like you see him here, here he is. He's about to run his forty. He'll literally never have this situation ever again. Just in this, running straight lines, running straight lines without pads on, without holding a football, not tired in the slightest, wearing essentially track cleats, and someone's like, I mean, I get that it serves a purpose, but it's just like. I mean, you want to talk about like studying the night before, not really knowing the material. Basically, that's exactly what the combine is because those guys say, all right, here's the drills you're doing at the combine. Get as good as you possibly can at these drills. I mean, some of that comes from the natural ability, but they're saying, okay, three cone drill. Like it mimics some football things, but at the same time, so much of it's just about like little technique, right? Like not when yeah. you change direction coming back on the same line that you came as opposed to like bubbling out. So they're just, they're trying to perfect their technique and it's like, I don't know. I, yeah. What what if they put them through? Well, I have a, a couple thoughts on the actual combine. First of all, how sick would it be if you had a competition combine? So like guys actually covering one or guys like that oh yeah. yeah that would be sweet that would be tight um secondly uh you were you were talking about um how they know is you think it, they'd never do any of this stuff obviously but if they just threw out random drills like hey we've got this drill here we're gonna go through it once then you can see who naturals are really quick but i mean i guess like that, that's what are almost you gonna, like what are you gonna trick them with i guess but yeah, I don't know, cause, but like I feel like it would be a good thing because that's like that's like real world kind of just reacting a little bit. I guess that's like what all the games are for leading up to that, yeah, and why they do things like the Senior Bowl and stuff like that. But it's like you see people like the Metcalf guy from, or like I mean, because there were some ridiculous numbers posted, right? Like Alex Barnes putting up 34 reps to 225 as a running back, really 35, but they didn't count one of them, is absurd. Like, in, who, uh, who benched the most at it? Was he the most in the whole draft? No. Like, there, so. most of the linemen were in, like, still the 20s or low 30s. Yeah, but I mean, the record, it was the record for running back, I think. Jarek McKinnon was the old one. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, just absurd, right? And then you have like this Metcalf guy who drew a lot of attention on social media because he's just like this creative god, create a player chiseled out of stone, one percent body fat, who runs like a four three forty and does like all the measurables fine. And then he like everybody just had, or it seemed like there's a, a number of players. Montez Sweat was another one who like we were fortunate enough to play this past year and got our ass kicked by, but. Um, he, you know, ran an insane 40 for being like as big as he is. So it's like all of these things that were just like, these are astronomically good. Like this is first rounder, like top pick esque. And then you have like Metcalf or whatever, his 
uh, his like actual football specific drills were not that good. And I understand like he slipped on one and some other things, but it's like, man, what a crazy, like, I don't know. That just makes it seem like it's not really as important as like what everybody says it is. I was listening and watching and a lot of the guys, like the GMs and the coaches already had their guys figured out before they even go in the combine. Like they have their draft boards and they don't really make a decision based on the combine. It's not like, oh my God, that guy's So now. the combine's like validation. Sort yeah. Of. I mean, it's just more. I mean, I guess if you're, a, if you're a team, you're hoping that they have their guys, right? <laughs> like well, yeah. you've had all this time to do your research. It's not like they just show up to the camp. Well, or they the have combine. scouts all the entire season too. Yeah. At <clears throat> college. The, but the, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Mike. No, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I was just going to say the the huge outlier numbers would be the numbers that concern me. Like when guys run way slow in their class or, um, you know, maybe a guy runs uh, like super fast in his class or, or performs really well. They, yeah. they talked about it a ton and said, that'll make you go back and rewatch the film. So it's like, yeah. that that's a good way to put it. It's like, all right, this guy performed pretty impressively here. I'm going to go back and watch more film and see, did that translate? Or is he just a workout warrior? So, there, I mean, I can see the benefit of it. I mean, you, you t- some of the stuff does translate because there was <clears throat> a couple of corners, Lattimore and some other guys, and uh, what's-his-face last year? who moved up and the Browns took him. Do you guys remember? Uh, what the hell was his name? The corner? Denzel Ward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The, he had a really good combine, ran really well, and it translated. And he, it, so, like, that speed actually helped. But is it the speed that the 40 speed, or did he translate because he had other attributes? But whatever the case is, it, it helps some guys get noticed and, and you know, make, make people take another look. Which is so, so, I cra- like it in some which is so crazy, right? Because you think about... It helps them get noticed, and like we're talking about all this background information, like they've had scouts on them the whole time. They had all these games to watch them. They got invited to the combine. It's not like you just go to the combine. You got invited to the combine, and then it's like, oh, he actually was really, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all because I, I think like, I mean, even one of K State's own, like Alex Barnes, had a had a very good combine, probably. Was it the best combine performance out of a K-Stater in recent history? I mean, probably so. Yeah, no one ever... I mean, no one ever really does bad from K-State. Not Colin, maybe, I guess. I, I don't even yeah, know what he even did. I didn't even... I can't even remember. Yeah, that. Look, I was speaking of that, I was watching Fitzgerald, who looks just like Colin, and he was so bad. I was like, dude, stop making him play quarterback. Nick Mi- yeah, Mississippi State's. It's like, yeah, please stop terrible. this. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it does help some of those guys get noticed, which is crazy. Like Alex Barnes is probably he probably made a lot of money at the combine because he and he's a role, like right, like he's a role player. He's not gonna go out there and be your every down back, but he could Maybe. easily. Well, Who he knows? could be, I guess. You never really know. He's just not yeah. shifty. And well, like, you, we, you don't know the, about any backs. This it's so running backs is literally impossible. Because yeah. you could have an undrafted guy like Peyton, uh, what was his name, who was amazing? Peyton Willis? No, Hillis. sorry. Hillis. Hillis. No, no, no. Who am I thinking of? The hey, dude he from- was really good for like one year, though. And then he went to the Chiefs. When I was working at the Chiefs, he was like, he drove this red beater truck. He had like fishing poles in the back. He just complete hick, and he sucked ass. 
<laughs> he was, was like really good at the Browns. I don't think his name's Peyton. What's the guy's name from um, Denver who was really good this year? Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he was undrafted, right? And yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know if he was undrafted, but he was drafted late round pick, w- whatever. Yes, and then just a stud, basically a, a Pro Bowler. So it's it's hard to say how guys will translate. Um, it's crazy seeing the the change in um, draft picks too, because I felt like there was a time outside before maybe Zeke I guess was a first running back for a while in a while that was like okay he's worthy of like a top 10 pick but there was a time when it was just like even like before that probably like four or five years before that maybe it was just because there weren't any like great backs but they were just like yeah I, I'm not gonna draft him because I can hold off to a third round and get somebody like you know as good or just marginally yeah. worse and not not spend the money on him well, there's, yeah, there's just so many stories. Like, Nick Chubb was a second-rounder last year. He played really well. Uh, like, there's just so many stories of those picks in the second, third, fourth, fifth round that it probably makes it difficult to to yeah. justify a first-rounder. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're, like, uh, there's very few players that are just, like, can't miss. And outside of that, it's basically a crapshoot in the draft. Yeah, yeah. The draft's nonsense, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is crazy because so much of it's just like you what you do after that, right? Because you can be drafted high and be a bust if you don't do all the things afterwards, right? Like you have to be a leader. You have to be. Yeah, that's like DT, like DT. He could have easily been good. But how are they going to know? He's just that's his attitude would never allow him to be good. So that's why they do so many of the interviews and all that shit matters a ton, too. Yeah, that almost matters more in yeah. some cases. Yeah. Because you know everybody there is a good is a good football player outside of Nick Fitzgerald. You know that everybody. <laughs> you know that everybody's at least uh, you know a, uh, a worthy football player, but that's like when things like the off field issues or whatever come into play. So, I don't know. Pretty crazy, but I guess that's kind of like in our jobs too. Though you think about, I mean, school. We going back to like the school piece there, like. I am not I'm a I'm I feel like I'm a very good people person, but interviews I am terrible at. Like I am always terrible in interviews. So I would imagine if that is considered my combine, I would be I, I would measure terribly. Yeah, they're like this guy's definitely gonna be a bust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the Ryan Leaf of interviews. <laughs> literally literally right before we hopped on, they were bagging on how bad Kyler's interview Kyler Murray's interview stuff was. So, I mean, but I, I don't know. It's so hard to say. It's like, okay, did just like you were saying, you did bad, but it's like, dude, watch him play and they're, cause they're saying, oh, he's not a leader. He's not done this. It's like, dude, I don't, I mean. He was easily the best football player <laughs> in, in college. college football. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He still led his team, which was like, I mean, even before the year, we're like, yeah, they're not going to be that good. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think he's going to be that good. And he just, just they're amazing. Like, now, yeah. the the thing that's kind of sucks for me with, and I know we've talked about him a lot, but he's super, uh, super insane athlete, obviously being going to be a top 10 pick in both freaking sports, but, uh, is how freaking fast he is. That's how I wish he would have ran. I mean, I know it doesn't matter, but in football equipment, I don't think I've seen a player play faster than him, like a player, literally a single player. Yeah. He's just like. He's really quick. He's li- yeah, he's quick, lightning but he's quick. quick. Yeah, he's like crazy. And, quick. I mean, he's straight line fast, but it's just like, man, he just 
He just even like, like even he, Lamar, remember Lamar? And I, I was not high on Lamar at all in college. Actually, I'm still not high on him. I don't think he's that good. But <laughs> but remember Lamar in college and people are like, fuck, dude, that guy, like he can do it all. And it's like Kyler is like, a, he's a tier above that quickness wise. Yeah. I, Johnny was like not really changed the direction. Like he'd had a little bit of juke. Kyler is like, I, he's... He's a different kind of player. Yeah, really. I think he could easily, if he was a little bigger, meh, maybe not. Even right now, I think he could easily play running back too. Yeah. What? What? So the thing, and obviously he's not even nearly as fast. But when I watched him, and we never got to, well, we did get to see him two years ago because um, yeah, when Baker got hurt. Yeah, Baker got hurt, but he didn't. I, I didn't. I wasn't impressed. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I wasn't um, either. Just what, for the record. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> What I was going to say is watching him on TV was probably similar to how um, when I mean 2010 or 11 when we were watching T-Magic, it was like everyone else was in quicksand and Taylor Martinez was just running by and he's not nearly like the same athlete. He was a really good athlete, but that's what it looks like. Everyone else is stuck in mud and he's just zooming by him like a freaking... Yeah, I'm trying to Mad think man. of somebody that would be comparable to that at K-State. Like L, maybe, I guess. I mean, he's like Tyreek Hill, honestly. Dude, that's yeah, he's how... Like, I, that's, I, he's not probably quite that fast, but like really, really close. What was Tyreek's 40? See, I he don't never, think that... He, yeah. yeah. He it, never ran one except as pro day because he was at that... Crazy college school. <laughs> yeah. Because he assaulted... Uh... <laughs> 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 but yeah i don't know what his 40 time was like that's what like i don't know but he plays he as, does faster play. than any human bro that's what i'm football. saying like that's i think that's the difference between players like tyreek and kyler as opposed to like a any other DK guy Metcalf. that's fast is because yeah. he just he puts pads on no different well, that's you know what I mean? yeah, that's like Ke- Kevin White. So Kevin White ran really well, and that's who Metcalf reminds me of. Hopefully, it's better than Kevin White um, on the Bears. But uh, Kevin White was very, very similar t- uh, to DK Metcalf uh, with his as far as his measurables Can't and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, he couldn't run a route, and I, I mean, I, I don't know how much how m- many routes DK Metcalf ran that weren't goes. So can't really run straight goes in the NFL. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Tyreek Hill or Randy Moss. Well, yeah, okay. Take the top off the defense. But uh, I'm, okay, those are one of a kind players, though. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Like you can't just. I think about like Treadwell from yeah, TCU. yeah, it's a similar guy. Like no, Treadwell's just, from Ole Miss yeah, or Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the guy from TCU? He, I think he'll still be good, Doxon. Dots. Yeah, I guess he, he just good. gets he hurt. He was pretty though. good this year for yeah, this. He yeah, got, he got hurt. He's been hurt basically his entire yep. NFL career. But <laughs> Treadwell, his measurables were amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, he's middle of the road at best now. Yeah, he can't even get on the field. They yeah. they they bench him sometimes. So, um, but yeah, do we want to? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. Uh... Lucy, you guys? Pretty... You guys there? No, you're no, still there. there. It, sounded, you, it sounded insane for a second. Holy jibbers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's move on to your spells there, Sammy. All right. So this first spell, and I'm I said in the text that I'm blaming Dom for it. Uh, so uh, it was me and 
pretty sure it was Nick Walsh. We were at like some weird community college and we were going back to school. I don't know why, <laughs> but we were going back to school and we were walking through and um, like we were walking through a like like outside of a gymnasium thing. It was like the open, you know, when schools are I think community school, community colleges have like these open forum things where people come in and. Who knows if they do? In my mind, they do. I don't know what they you're not a like an open house, like an open gym, like no, open house thing, like a junior days or a senior days or something. Not sports related, damn it. No, no, no. So <laughs> just for school. Okay, school has that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you so go to you're K- on when you go like to K State, campus visit, yeah, campus, campus visit, visit. Yeah, but everyone's there, so it's like tons <laughs> of people. Whatever. That's not the point. Who cares? It's a dream. Yeah, it's a spell. So, anyways, at one point. We're walking by, and there's this guy just laying on the ground, and we just look at him like, holy shit, dude, is he okay? And then we're just like, I don't know, and we keep walking, and then we walk in a loop, obviously, because it's an insane dream. We walk in a loop, and we're behind him, and this lady is in all white, and she's pale as the night. She's probably 60 years old, white hair, and her mouth is bleeding, and not like bleeding she has like blood spewing not spewing but coming out of her mouth terrifying right <laughs> yeah. and she and she goes she keeps she looks at she looks at me and she goes what did you guys do to sebastian and we're like what and then obviously i started running and she's chasing after me oh my and then, god yeah it is absolutely terrifying she's talking about little sebastian i assume no she, i guess the guy who was laying down was sebastian Oh, the the, the guy was, was he, sense like was some he, Momo stuff. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm blaming blaming Dom because he brought that up, and now I see that stupid face when I'm scrolling through like Twitter or whatever. Um, I've seen that face a couple times, which is oh terrible because I tried not to the, look at it. Is that what the lady's face looked like, or it was just no, a normal lady no? With it was a normal out of her mouth. It was a normal lady. It was, a, a normal, it was normal lady with blood spewing out of her mouth. Yeah, as well. yeah, her mouth is like all bloody, not spewing as in shooting, but like like gushing, dripping. Yeah, gushing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was terrifying. Second one is much lighter note. We had a this coach, not even coach. It was my friend's dad, huge pothead, uh, knew absolutely nothing about sports, but he somehow coached high school football after we left high school. Anyways, we we're at a coaching symposium, and he was giving us, uh, like, teaching us about football, and he was teaching us about defensive schemes, but the only part about this is that's interesting is he had this touch touch screen, right? Like, that he was showing you, like, hey, you know, how they do it with, hey, here's where you line up, or whatever, but instead of, like, just being, like, X's and O's, or he was showing a play, they were actual video game characters that he was moving around, and then they would they would run like his simulation of what like hey here's what you got to do um here Sounds we're gonna amazing yeah i know it was sick such and a he, good invention yeah and so then TM, he would, TM. He would <laughs> yeah he would like send a he's like here's how we're gonna disguise our like zone to look like man and then he's like and then this the character on the screen would like follow the guy in motion but then would still blitz and they'd drop into zone it was insane it was so awesome though with the the actual video game style characters on a big big like a 80 inch touch screen that he would move around and and show against like 
video game style. So it was tight. So, I mean, that was an awesome dream. Different nights, unfortunately. So I was... It's a um, wet dream. It's a gym <laughs> dream. Yeah. So that one was pretty sick. So, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm going to have to TM that. Okay. So this just made me think of it, like how, how to run a route or whatever. And we were talking about the combine and how, like, people do different, like just how, how people make football plays and stuff like that. And so I was thinking about um, like football, like as a wide receiver, routes are all timing, right? Like everything is timing. Like the quarterback needs to take so many drops, and when he looks at you, he needs to be ready to throw, and you need to be at this point in your break or whatever. Do you remember in 2012, I think it might have been 2011 with Brandon Whedon, and their their running or their wide receivers would walk on routes. Do you remember that? Because when we scouted it, our our scout team receivers would do that. They would walk like three steps, or four steps, or five steps, and then start taking off on the route. How insane was that? Do you remember that at all? I don't really remember that. No. So I was thinking about that because like sometimes when I'm bored, like when I travel and I'm on like the plane or whatever, and there's no Wi-Fi, so I can't really like work or do anything. Sometimes I'll just like draw football plays just because like I've done that ever since I was like 10 years old, eight years old. Like I just always love doing that. And I think about that. I'm like, how amazingly smart is to do something like that? Because if you have players that are explosive and can like start fast as a, I, I, I think about how to defend that. And I'm like, Fuck, I don't know how I'd defend that. Like as a cornerback, if the guy that I was guarding started walking, am I wouldn't you just to, bump? Like, wouldn't you just there? play press? Well, I mean, obviously it wouldn't work if you were in press coverage. Oh, but like, but they would do routes. Like it was, it was mostly like slot wide receivers, so you can't really press them anyways. Oh, okay. I, I guess, guess if you I'm press the slot, then yeah. you're fucked. But like, uh, no, it would be like a slot. It was when they had like Justin Blackman was there. And uh, the only thing I can imagine is doing like delayed routes, like a delay out, like, you know, how a, a tight end will delay. That's, that's what one. that's what it was, except for they would walk like three steps. I, I distinctly remember this. So you're talking they were in motion already, walk Mm-mm. three more steps and then take off? Mm-mm. Nope. They would be set in stone, set hit, and then they would walk three steps and then take off on the route. And I don't know if it was a timing thing or just like a mind fuck for the defense, probably a little bit of both. Well, but they their offense was unbelievable that year, so I know whatever it was, I'm, it worked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like things like that, those little quirks are like just they just baffle me a little bit. And your dream kind of made me think of that, like showing people how to run routes. And like I was looking back to my like wide receiver days, where it's like, okay, go route, run as fast as you can, like slant route, three steps, and then end. We didn't really. Yeah, you didn't have. We to, weren't really I mean, sophisticated in yeah. how we because we didn't really have a wide receivers coach. It was like just use whatever athleticism you have to a football player that will never do anything. <laughs> just like, go out there and start running around, and we'll throw it to you. Maybe yeah, like, the thing about like, it, hey, that, if you give me the guy that's a superior athlete to you, like you're probably screwed. Like that's just kind of how it works. My thing, if I was a receiver coach, would be like all DBs for the most part suck. So you better be open on every play because DBs are so bad in high school they, and college. Well, DBs so. are the hardest possession like in the world, basically. Yeah, exactly. But they're actually really bad too. Most of them. So like it. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Like because well, number one, it's hard. Like 
unless you have a really good coach. That's what something that I think about. Like if you're at a bigger school, like well, you were kind of at a bigger school, right, Sam? Yeah, Mike too. I mean, it's the same. but Mike was at like the biggest school in Kansas, so like he had position coaches that were like, "Hey, we took the best coach in this school and we brought him on because that's like how we do coaches." Ours were like, "You teach." sixth grade english and you are willing to stay until five or seven not five can you mad i wish football practice so got over at five <laughs> are you willing now. to stay until like 6 30 or seven yeah no shit uh, 6 30 or seven and like yeah okay whatever like you you played football once and when you were in like in peewee all right whatever <laughs> like that's that's the thing that we kind of missed we had very good football coaches i felt like for the most part or at least a head well, coach yeah. he was very good one that could be worthy of a OC position. Okay, we should talk about that, actually. <laughs> no, so, no, yeah, we boy. haven't with Sam. I know, but we can't. We're too late into this to get into that. Are deep. we? Are we close? Uh, not close, but... Do we have anything else to talk about? Well, we were t- going to talk about some with Sam's uh, Instagram or something. Like oh, that. Yeah, we can yeah. do that one quick if you guys want to get back to it. I or... don't care. It's whatever. I mean, it, we're all probably going to be consensus on this. Let's just talk about the Instagram thing real quick, and then we'll okay. see where we're at. Or do you want to? do you want to keep this fire going? If you're ready, it. just go ahead. Okay, well, we'll touch on it real quick, so I don't think that it'll probably take Maybe that long. Maybe have a whole entire three podcasts about it. Later. Yeah, actually, hey, Dom, cut this out right here because this will be a whole nother podcast. So, <laughs> All right, so we just try to <laughs> – um, okay, so we were talking about like when Coach Snyder got fired or what uh, – yeah. <laughs> he resigned, kind of fired. He was told that he – was able to retire he and he was urged. <laughs> he <should. laughs> so we were trying we were talking about retaining coaching staffs and our offense was miserable this year, right? So Hobie said because we were talking about keeping Colin, like which in our one of our group chats, like with a lot of the Linden guys and Well Mike, this was like, even before Coach got fired, I think. Okay. Well regardless. Well, so it's it's all of our fired, it's but... all of our like Linden coaches or uh Linden like friends and then basically Mike who's like half Linden. So he um Hobie was talking, and there became this debate out of nowhere on if Colin Klein was a good coordinator or basically fo- so, yeah, the football coach, but pretty much coordinator. The arguments changed multiple times. It started with Colin or whoever your coach was would make a better OC than Colin. Yeah, my our, our high school football coach, which I love, and I think that he was a great football coach, and I think that he has the potential to move up into college coaching, not necessarily do you want – well, I mean, if he wants to, I guess, but he would start somewhere small first, right? So the the argument was is that he would make a good D1 coordinator right now. And he so, would be better. He'd and, rather have him calling plays than Colin. Yeah, and then it transitioned into, well, I'd rather have him than Colin Klein calling plays. So you have a high school football coach who is offensive minded or Colin Klein calling plays. What what would you take, Sam? Well, obviously Colin Klein. I don't okay. know who you're a fucking offensive coordinator of Okay, so Linden exactly. is. Exactly. Well, that's exactly it. And and I'm not like trying to talk bad on him. I think that like if he was able to not be a if he was able to not be a teacher during the day or whatever and commit his time and effort and stuff to being a coordinator, he would probably be very good because he did that, a lot of that in high school anyways. When I talk about like our coaching staff was great, he was great. We were always well scouted, all of the things, right? He did all of those really well. 
But you talk about like being a, a coordinator at a collegiate level. Like that's a that's a different monster. Like at that point, you're uh, it's just it's completely different than than high school. And we were talking about it and. There are, I, I swear to you, there are people probably listening to this podcast right now that have been in Joe Wish's shed and argued that... I can see Hobie's face right now. It's yeah, his drunk shit. face where his <laughs> like, eyes are rolling in the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, he, he's yeah. done it at a tailgate before. I know like on that Basically every time. We need yeah. to have Hobe on to talk about this. Well, because I say that the arguments changed multiple times because once we got about three hours into the argument last time, then it changed into somebody who has 11 years calling plays, no matter what, is be- would be better than someone who's called plays for two years. And that Colin Klein's quarterbacking and running the offense had nothing to do with him calling plays because all we did was run straight forward. <laughs> so it's, it's taken on multiple different uh, aspects here, but... You guys yeah. should fire it back up in the group chat. <laughs> we we need to fire it back up. We need to get Hobie on the cat. We need to get Hobie on the cast in general because you feed a couple beers into Hobie, like maybe two or three keystones. Once he starts getting a little buzzed, uh, he uh, yeah, it, it would be a good debate to have. It it's, it has become a very passionate one when we talk about it. At this point, though, it's and not he, more he so claims an that I he claims that I think yeah, it's just two sides. So he must be a huge flexible. fan of the new guy then, because he's he's probably called plays for a while. Messing him, yeah, messing him. That would be his ideal coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably the best coordinator in the world. Yeah. Uh, Although he's but, not really that old, even though he looks like he's like seventy. He's only he looks like, like forty-five. Uh, yeah, looks like carrier character on Xbox. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. That's why so, I kind of like him. But yeah, I. I don't know. There's a lot of very passionate people that talk about this subject, and like I would love for I think Brian McGonigal, Jordan's dad, was another one. Yeah, we we talked about it for about three hours. That's about all we did, <laughs> basically. And then Hobie says, "Well, you only say Colin Klein would be it because you love Colin. You have an emotional attachment to Colin." I'm like, I have an emotional attachment to Colin more than my high school football coach who I was under for four years. Like I still talk to my high school football coach and like see him all the time. I like, it's not like I'm talking to Colin or whatever. You don't call him there for two years, but yeah, just an, an insane thing. Hopefully at some point we can get Hobie on the Speaking cast. Speaking of Colin so. Klein real quick. Uh, so there was a manager equipment manager that got in a basketball game the other day in Candace triple or it was in an and one. I think oh, it was an yeah. and one. Yes. Yeah, it was an and <laughs> it was an and one. So I sent it to Mike and uh said, um, uh, Kurt, do you know what we're talking about right now? Yeah, where you tag Colin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> can you imagine it was like if Mike got in for it? <laughs> yeah, Mike is in for a play so, and he's just like they like send him deep. Let me start uh, seven on seven quarterback. Yeah, let me background real quick. So in a basketball game, who knows what it was, Cal State Poly or somebody like that, uh, equipment senior equipment manager gets in a game and gets an and one layup, um, which is pretty sick because he's not on the team. He's a freaking equipment manager. Anyways, then I captioned easy, easy on the equipment manager stuff. I captioned it with, um, I'm currently imagining. Mike Scotch going in for Colin Klein in 2012 or something like that in a blowout. Uh, 
And so Mike subbing in would be absolutely phenomenal. I will never forget as an equipment manager when, like, you know, you had to snap to the quarterback and I was a freshman and the ball slipped out of my hands. And I, like, it was to Colin. And Colin can't be mad at anyone. You know, he's like, oh, come on now. Like, come on now. Because he's trying to get a rep or whatever. And I felt so bad. I've never felt so bad in my life (laughs) or anything. Because, like, it it was basically a wasted rep. And then everybody's like, oh, that slapdick equipment manager. (laughs) Can't even snap the bar. Oh, yeah, for sure. I still think that. I mean, everybody does. Going on uh, that, it was at Iowa State in 2011. And it was raining and stuff. And the, oh, it was miserable. Anyways, the football was, were all wet and the grass was wet. And we do this drill in pregame. I think that was 12. Not that it matters, but. Yeah, it probably, was 12. probably 12. Because 11 was a cold game at home where it you had to get all those black yeah. socks yeah. and everything. Yeah, so bad. Okay. But anyways, we do this drill where you, it's like rapid fire. And you have to throw them back to the quarterbacks. <laughs> and it one kind of like slipped out of my hand because I was trying to make sure that they were looking but it was wet so i went to throw it slipped out of my hand hit colin in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> and, and pre-game warm-ups and he like went down for a second i was like holy <laughs> shit i'm gonna be the reason we lose because i just hit colin in the nuts with football <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know oh, that i remember that story. oh i remember him telling that like right when he got back it was amazing <laughs> i was yeah okay so that okay speaking of iowa state 2011 and we're kind of going off topic here but iowa state 2011 we uh this hasn't been talked about ne- probably near enough probably because nobody cares this is maybe <laughs> the only time in k-state history that we've wore black under yeah uh, our uni sleeves and socks because it was so this also goes to coach snyder uh you know thanks for everything but one of the snyder isms of it was going to be bitter freaking cold which in hindsight was not near as cold as oklahoma 2013 no but it, i mean it was it was freaking. it was it was, it was raining yeah, it was miserable. Yeah, yeah raining and miserable so coach is like hey uh serb serb's the equipment manager hey serb uh, we need to get black um, under gear, like the warm gear, because the black will be cold or warmer than the white. No, that's, yes. I never yes. knew that. Well, because he of it. wanted thicker stuff. He I wanted thought. thicker stuff, and Serbi's like, uh, I mean, it doesn't really work like that. And he's like, okay, well, at least it needs to be black. And then we had to go buy. Why like, was all he these stuck with the black? Ther- thermal socks. Because he thought Cause the black would be warmer than the white, because yeah, it like Schneider. you know it takes in all the light or whatever. So light, I guess, equals heat, yeah, which to, equals warmer. We, didn't we have to go to Dick's and buy them out of uh, <laughs> those long socks? Yeah, the black long socks. Or what well, was those gray long socks? They were probably happy though. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously they, <laughs> they probably sold a thousand dollars. I remember on multiple bowl trips we went out to stores and bought them out of loofahs. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, we a couple different times we bought uh like just buckets of loofahs. Yeah, it was like I think we bought like 200 loofahs. Yeah. So. For the showers? Yeah. <laughs> for the bowl showers for one week. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's All absurd. Stuff, and the uh, stuff bar we soap. did was insane. <laughs> the stuff we had to do. So stupid. We could fill many episodes with the Snyder things that we had to do. 
But I for, you mentioning Iowa State 2011 made me think of that because that was probably the only time that we ever wore black under our unis. And it ha- so, just so happened that it was raining that day, so the purple is really dark and it looks so sick. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It did. But, uh, Not yeah. that anybody could notice because it was... No I don't even was remember that me. day because my brain froze and who knows what was happening. Oh, I remember that day. Well, that was when you were up in the press box, huh. wasn't it? Uh-uh. No, I was a ball boy that, that game. There was like 12 people in the student section. I think it was late November or something terrible. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was another close game, but uh, that's kind of how it works. All right, Sam, let's let's hear your Instagram spell. All right. All right, so I don't remember who liked this or retweeted it. doesn't matter. Anyways, there's this chick, and she's laying down, has like, has, um, like sounds like Instagram so far. <laughs> yeah, has like sparkles on her forehead, but I think it might be something to do with Indian culture or something like that, maybe. But maybe it's just a design <laughs> thing. Um, and so she's got like these sparkles on your forehead. Okay. So this is a DM. This is this is a guy. I think he's a basketball <laughs> She's got sparkles on her forehead, not like a jewel or something. No, it's not it's not that because it covers her whole forehead. So that's why oh, I don't it's know. It's like a like like glitter? Yeah, yeah, kinda. Um it, it kind of looks like a, a flower that's on her forehead that goes from eye, eyebrow to eyebrow. So kind of crazy. Is this crazy. a spell or real life? No, this is real life. Okay. This is real life. So it's a chick, okay, right there. That's the, we're, we're prefacing that. So it's guy sliding in her DMs. I think he's a basketball player. I, I did a little reconnaissance on who the guy was. Uh, he's like a D2 basketball player, we'll say. <laughs> anyways, anyways, he, he, caption, he sends the picture to her. And this is where we start going crazy with uh, the current language that's going on right now. Yo, deadass, be that that shit mad dope on your forehead, yo. <laughs> she, she goes, oh, thank you. Yo, no cap, you should add me on Snap, yo. Laugh out loud, no, sorry. Deadass food? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that same thing. <laughs> Question mark. And then she, she responds, deadass. That's mad disrespectful, yo. I didn't want it anyways, yo, dead ass B. Okay. And then laughing face, crying laughing face. I'm capping. I kind of did want it, yo, dead ass. My bad, B. We got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, I literally don't know what you're even saying. <laughs> the comments are amazing, too, because then obviously the comments are like, dead ass, no cap, like crazy like that, man. She's violent. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yeah, yeah. I, so me and Mike always talk about it. And go ahead, Mike. I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, uh, just I thought that this when you first started bringing it up was a DM that you received on Instagram. <laughs> so I I was confused slightly. No, sorry, but not me. I did not see me. that at some point yeah. on Twitter or something. Yeah. Yo, no cap, no caps. So Dead ass like, fool. I uh, I always think like how how do like parents and adults like <laughs> adults like I'm not a fucking adult. Uh, how do like or parents or parents? You're a dad. Yeah. So how do older people not like keep up with like current trends? Like how how does someone not understand Twitter or whatever? You know, yeah. like it takes like five. Yeah, seconds. I've always wondered that too. Like, okay, and then someone says, "Yo, dead ass, no cap, like <laughs> you're tripping or something like that." And it's like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> but I also do think about like how when 
like, okay, so my grandma has no clue how to use any technology. <laughs> and it's, like, completely foreign. Like, I don't know that I would get to a point where, like, I only know how to use this iPhone and whatever comes out from this point forward, I'm like, this is insane. Especially when <laughs> devices now, like your iPhone, are designed, literally designed. There are people that make millions of dollars in user experience to make sure that you know how to use it. Yeah, like, like that she'll get logged out of her bank thing on the internet and I have to like help her log back in. I'm like, Grandma, all you have to do is just put your login back in. Like, how do you not know? I remember that with my grandma too, because they, uh, my grandma and grandpa, when they were alive, they owned like a, a, uh, like a boat storage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they wrote it all by hand always, right? So, like, when I would come over, it was like, hey, can you come help me, uh, figure out? And I mean, I, at this point, I was like 10. Like, hey, can you come figure out how to, uh, pull up that one, uh, they didn't even call it like a spreadsheet. I don't even know what they called it. It was like a... Yeah, what one. do they call spreadsheets? Because I've heard older people call them something too. I forget what it I, is. I don't know. Whatever they called it though. It's like, can you pull up that one thing and then like show me how to do it? And I would like literally have to show them like, this is how you turn on the computer. Like you press this button. Yeah. Then you click double click this, which is so crazy. I mean, That's, that makes oh sense. Oh my though. god! Don't even get me started on the double click because like, old oh, people they click like so ninety two times, just nailing the click <laughs> no. over and over. Oh, you think? I I felt like it was always so like slow. It was like click. No, click. no, some, no. They go some like, people click, like click, 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 click to open like, just, it. Just, just two, click just two. Okay, yeah. There's not it's, six. It's, there's polar opposites. So you yeah. have like the double click, like okay, I click it once, I click it twice, and then you have like some will click, 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 click it. Leave too much time in yeah. between, and then four it again, clicks. And it doesn't open. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that's a setting that you can change. But like, sometimes yeah. you'll double click it, or you'll do it like four times, and then it'll open the document twice. And like, this thing never yeah. works. I don't know what's going on with this stupid thing. <laughs> you, you're telling your grandma how to do it, and she just looks at you and she goes, "Dead ass." <laughs> yeah, no cap. She's like, no cap. No cap. You're like, you got to double click on this. She's like, no cap. <laughs> I'm like, it saves automatically. It's in the cloud. She's like, no cap. If, you capping? If, if, uh, no cap? If, you, you dead ass? You capping? If, uh, <laughs> if we could get Mike's grandma to read this whole Twitter DM, that would be, we could just play that as an episode. Yeah. <laughs> it would probably take an entire episode for her to read it. <laughs> But oh, yeah. make her seem like she's such an idiot. Just <laughs> <laughs> roasting your grandma. Poor Grams. But Poor it is insane. Like the thing, the reason I brought it up is because, like, I don't think I'll get to a point where like something new will come out and I don't know how to use it. I don't know. You think about something like new, this is this isn't new, but like when people talk like code to me, like coding, like I barely understand it. Like I understand like entering breakpoints and entering like embed codes and stuff like that just basic stuff that a coder would be like are you kidding me like literally they're teaching that in schools to You're fifth like, graders oh, or whatever this like real? you don't no know cat? how to do that no cat <laughs> <laughs> but like that would be something I, that's the only comparable that i can think in my life of and that's more like profession process yeah, that, driven. yeah that's not every day like not everybody every day is like coding, coding yeah Right, yeah. So, but that's the only thing that I can think of that like comes out because that's like kind of new, I guess, that I don't understand how it works. I mean, new is in like the last 30 years. Yeah, but still, like using a computer or like, any like I mean, technology. my grandma would literally call me to turn on the computer. Yeah. My, I had to or go shut off the computer. It's like, yeah. hey, click the little thing that looks like a power 
but they don't know the power sign like the international sign for power like the circle that's like almost complete and then has a the line going through it yeah like they didn't know what that was so i'm like press the power button and she's like of course power button <laughs> i'm like uh, uh, yeah. like i don't know how to explain in the bottom left like well, i, like, I had to go over yet. and like change the cartridge in the printer she's like i don't know what's going on with the printer and then on the screen it literally said what to do like yeah. press this and then put the cartridge in and then close it and it's you're done she could not figure it out it's insane yeah but yeah. Anyways, I don't know how that relates to not knowing certain words. But well, I just because I was thinking about like you don't under like how old people don't understand technology. I don't understand language. Like where I mean, I guess I get kappa like kappa sarcasm or whatever. Only because Dom explained it. Otherwise, I have no idea what's going on. But like, yeah, just, but you could still like look it up and know what it was. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. But think about it. if you didn't know how to look up something, then you'd be just screwed. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. No cap. Okay. Well, I'm capping, I guess. About to uh, dead ass end this podcast. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, What's the final call on the beer, Mike? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I'm still slowly branching out to more, drinking more specialty beers. But I don't know. Yeah, I've, never, I've never been a huge fan of payouts because it, just the like IPAs, you can still get like some fruitiness from hops and stuff. Oh, like that. I can't do IPAs. No. I mean, I can't, not really though. Huh. But this one, no cap. This, this one's not bad, I guess. It's better than some <laughs> pale ale. Some that I've had are just really bitter and sulfury. Yeah, <laughs> fireworky. So, yeah. uh, yeah, no, I, I thought this was good. I would give it, uh, I don't know what we're doing. Oh, yeah, we got to give it the 16 oh, ounces, right? Yeah. Or 16 ounces, right? Yeah. I'd give this a pretty solid 10. Yeah, I'd say, pro- I was going to say 11. That was what came to mind. Maybe yeah. like 11 half ounces. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not too bad. No cap. Uh, let's see last call, Sam. I'm capping. I kind of did want it, yo, dead ass. <laughs> Mike. Um, I hit Con Klein in the nuts with football pre <laughs> Iowa State game 2012. And mine would be uh, this description on 420 bottle a tasty West Coast style pale accentuated with a stimulating hop character first conceived in the back game in 420. Uh, that is the most elaborate, elaborate, word, wow. word heavy, dry hopped with a fat stash of Cascade <laughs> hops, no cap. <laughs> No cap. <laughs> yeah, if a beer says no cap, well, I mean, kind no of cap, kind of, kind of fits. Maybe it's implied. Yeah, yeah. No cap. <laughs> Dead ass. All right. Well, I think uh, you will hear from Trey and Dom later this week. I don't know if we'll be on it or not. So, Sam. Sam. All right. Well, talk to you uh, next week. No cap. Dead ass. Right. Ttyl. Chilly. Ttyl. Brb.